Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Chris Spockman with the Owen Spock Sports Show State Champs Edition here with Tyler Klein and Grant Stahl. Tyler, coach of the Mount Pleasant Oiler Wrestling Team, and Grant Stahl, the 132-pound state champ. Did I get that right, Grant? How did, and how does that work when you guys get down to the state wrestling finals? Because I'm not fully familiar with it now. 132 pounds. Is there just one champ, or is there four division champs for the 132? How, how does that go? There's four division champs. So all right, they're... all right. All right, and have you wrestled any of those guys before? I have. I've wrestled quite a bit of them, actually. All right, all right. And I, and I'm curious, you know, the four of you guys who won, you guys ever think about, you know, getting together, maybe having a little, little tournament or something like that between the four of you? Not really. <laughs> we don't really talk that much. There's been a lot of discussion over that over the years, but it's, um, yep, they have not done anything like that. Yeah, well, and I'll say, you know, I always like in football how there's, there's 10 state champs now in football with the two eight-man divisions and the eight the other eight divisions, and I would love for it to go for, you know, basketball, all the other sports, just to have more state champs. But that's me as the, the broadcaster. It would be a lot more work for the MHSAA. But I think that also just makes a really special environment down there for the state championships. And so can you can you kind of talk about that a little bit, both of you guys? We'll start with you, Coach Klein. What was it like being down at Ford Field? Sure. I mean, just to go back to what you said a little bit ago, I mean, in Indiana, where I where I grew up, um, it was just one division. All right. So that was that was pretty special, too, with just the spotlight on the one, on the one mat and um, just one division, but um, when I first came here, I thought, man, this is—I don't know—you know, a lot of a lot of different state champions. But as I as I've um, coached longer and longer, I think it's equally special to these individuals. And like you said, it gives an opportunity for for a lot of a lot of athletes to get to get on that stage, and that's that's a great thing. So, um, but back to your your question. Um, what was it like down there at Ford Field? Oh, it's, it's exciting. You know, um, it's, it's changed places um, in my 22 years of coaching from the Palace to now Ford Field. And um, the energy is just, it seems like it's getting better and better each year. Um, with adding the girls' division last year, it just fills more seats. And it allows, I mean, those girls are doing a heck of a job also. I mean, it's, it's not just, it's not, they're not just there. They're competing. They're, they're tough. So with, with those girls and their audience, along with the four divisions, the the atmosphere is pretty electric. Especially when you get to that, when you get to the state finals match, which I was fortunate enough to coach Mackenzie Berger, who who came up just one point short of being a state champion as well. Um, and coaching Grant Grant here, um, it's special. I mean, it, it's, it's it's pretty awesome. Um, for the, for the kids, I don't know if they can get caught up in the moment, but for me, I was looking around like, man, this this is pretty cool. And um, very fortunate to have just great athletes to be able to coach. And uh, yeah, it's it, it's. It's awesome. Now you're going to make me take a little bit of a steer here off the the freeway. Coaching girls and boys in wrestling is is there a difference? Do you treat it differently at all, or do you, or is it one of those with this sport? How physical it is? You have to treat them the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I they do the same exact practice as my guys. So um, we've had girls wrestling for um, a long time. You know, I've had I've had a Brittany Haran who was a very very good wrestler. I remember watching videos of her. When I was in school, because Bob Horan was actually one of my teachers, and so I remember. Okay. We, and Grant, if you can ever see the videos of her when she was in fifth grade, she was she was making boys cry literally. Yeah, she, 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 was. she was tough. She really was, and and so I guess coaching girls isn't new in that regard, but the level of girls' competition has really has really increased. Um, there, there's you know back then it was like wow she's really good, and it's not it's not that uncommon now to have girls that are competing alongside boys and obviously against their girls. So, um, but no, as far as practice goes Mackenzie mixes it up with the boys um in the practice room and then come competition she is our starting 
106 pounder. So she's not just our girl, girl wrestler. If you came to a varsity match this year, you would see her and Felicia, who also is an All-State kid, um, at 120. Um, if Noah was, you know, to, to make our lineup our strongest, sometimes Felicia would, would be our starter as well at 120, and we move uh, Noah Webster, who is our other state qualifier, up to 126. So, no, they do, they do, do the exact same practice. And the moves are the moves. Yeah. And um, so that's what we do. Yeah, I think that's one of those things just kind of cool to get into that because, you know, sports can change from this to that. But wrestling is one of those sports. It doesn't really ever change. It's the same when you're five years old to when you're 25 years old, no matter what level you're playing. It's you and one other guy out there. Now let's get back to the state champ, Grant. So 132-pound state champion. Have you always wrestled 132? If not, you know, what are the weight classes you've gone with throughout your high school career? Oh, when I started off high school, I was, I was small. I All was right. weighing in. I was wrestling one at states uh, I wasn't very big so freshman you were at 103 yeah then sophomore year I think I was 119 I just slowly kept going up the last year I was 130 then out of this year I was 132 all right all right and so you kind of move is that something that's kind of normal for somebody to move up through the ranks kind of as they go on or imagine you'd be cutting a lot of weight if you're still trying to get to, to 103 and cutting weight is that something you've ever had to do how difficult has that been for you because that that's what I remember my buddies uh, Struble Brian Carey Kale Showalter some of the guys back in the day at Shepard I remember those poor guys sitting in the, the class with the Dixie Cups, and they knew if they filled up one of those cups, it was a quarter pound or something like that. But, oh, yeah. Obviously, as you're going on through high school, you're growing, getting bigger. But I used to struggle cutting weight a little bit, but now I'm starting to get a hang of it. I was cutting like seven pounds in like a day or something, but now I get down a couple of days before, and then it makes it a lot easier, a lot smoother going into the tournament. and. Yeah, and how much does that help you in your, you know, your entire life? You know, it's pretty easy, in particular for a high school kid, to develop some unhealthy eating habits. Is that something that's kind of helped you out quite a bit throughout your high school career, as opposed to, well, yeah, I'm not going with McDonald's today because I know in a week I need to weigh, you know, one nineteen, one thirty, one thirty two. Yeah, that goes back like freshman year. The night before I weighed in for states, I was eight pounds over. I realized that that was not a good idea, so I started. Cutting down on my diet, making sure it's good, clean. And then this year, I was down a couple of days before, so when I went right in, it was smooth, and I felt good, and I was moving well. Because I imagine that's and that's one of the big challenges of wrestling too, isn't it, coaches? Is being able to to overcome not just the physical but the mental too. Sometimes you got to cut weight. You got to wait till that last second to go get that meal. And then how much do I eat before I go out and wrestle? I imagine it's always a, a head game too, as well. It is, and I think that each individual. Um, handles it different there's certainly there's certainly smarter ways to go about it like grant mentioned than others and um i think each once you figure that out um you know it it makes things a lot a lot easier for the athletes um there is a body comp that takes place now that 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 regulates so that individuals can't get too low on a on a um on their body weight if you will but it does um sometimes um some of the athletes, if they if they manage their weight the right way, you can see that they, you know, they're not as lethargic, or they may not hit a wall in a match because they've they've managed their weight in a, in a good way. And now, as far as you, Grant, when did you start wrestling? Do you remember? Yeah, I, well, this started back when I was like seven years old. I wanted to play sports and stuff, and there was an argument between. So my dad used to play basketball at Beale, and he kind of wanted me to play basketball, but my mom thought me I was too short, so she's <laughs> like, "Why don't Why don't we try out wrestling?" And that's where it started. It ended up being a, a good decision, probably. Now, do you have any future plans for wrestling as of right now? Yeah, right now I plan on going to CMU to continue my career. And Awesome. And now, career record. Do, do you know it offhand, Coach? Do you know his career record offhand? Well, Grant was able to accomplish his 100th career uh, victory, I believe, in his, in his second match of the season. 
and um, and then he's so he, he's around 140 wins. Um, Grant, had we not you know wrestled through a pandemic and and crazy things, I think Grant could have been one of those guys that could have he could have reached a 200 milestone had we had um, normal seasons. Um, but uh, yeah, I think he's he's right around 140 um, career wins. Yeah. And now, do you think of it like is there something that comes into mind when I think of like his quickest pin or a match that just was like holy moly he just dominated that kid? Is there something that comes to mind for you, Coach? Well, Grant, he's special. I mean, he I, I think of practice. I think of meets. I mean, I don't tell him all the time, but there, there's sometimes he does stuff. I, I just shake my head. I wish I was as athletic as he was. I mean, I thought I was pretty good, but if I would have been as, as athletic as him and when I watch him, he there, there's not one thing that comes to mind. He, he's he's just a great athlete, and he's I'm, although I'm coaching him, I'm as much of a fan as I am the coach at times because he does some pretty special things on the mat. All right, now, Grant, is there a match that sticks out to you when you think of your quickest pin or anything? Uh, the one that probably sticks out to me was the one I wrestled at States. Yeah, all right. Like, kid got on a shot, and... I was able to get my wizard, hook his wrist, and tell yeah, him hang on, hang on. What's the what's the wizard? So he he's diving in at you, going for your legs, trying to take you down and go. Deep, you know, you're the play by play guy now. You're me. Kind of describe how it happens. So he took a shot on my right leg, and he hooked it, and I kind of sat into him. So I was just trying to fight, trying to get my leg out, and he pulled it in tight. So I reached back under his leg, grabbed his wrist, and I hooked on his bicep, and I sat back and I tilted him up, and he was done. Yeah, it's a nice little cutback he hit, and there's a it's a big move, you know. In a state finals match, you're looking a lot of times the the difference from winning a match is a one point match. And Grant, in that in that sequence they just talked about, the score at that time was um, two to one, and we were looking to get a takedown. And uh, not only did he get the takedown, but he put the kid on his back for three points. So that just gave us a a, a nice cushion, and uh, that was a big time move that he hit. And now, when you think of your toughest match ever, or maybe your toughest opponent ever, you know who's somebody that comes to mind that every time you had to go out on the mat with them, you and maybe that you know I'm th- I'm not a, a wrestler. We'll get into this in a minute, but maybe you thought, oh man, I got to go against this guy again. Was there anybody like that throughout your career? Yeah, there was. There was one last year. I wrestled him in districts and regionals. His name was Loudon. I went out and we we fought through all our matches. They were close, and either one of us had a chance, but he ended up beating me both of those times. And and what what school was he from? Gaylord. From Gaylord. All right, all right. And now getting into where you know, I I don't think I would ever be able to wrestle. You know, we used to. I was the basketball player. You know, we'll, we'll talk about your dad back in the day. And I remember I was one of those that there was the the argument sometimes between the basketball players and the wrestlers. And I was always one of those guys that was like, yeah, I I know you're tougher than me. I'm not. I'm not trying to say anything because it's there's something special about you're you're the only one out there on the mat. Now, you know, baseball's got a little bit of a one-on-one aspect to it, but I think tennis is the only other thing where there's two people in the center, they're competing against each other, but what's different about tennis is this is just one where one can physically dominate the other. Talk about that. What's it like? What's the feeling being out on the mat all, all by yourself like that? You know, there's definitely a lot of pressure on you. you. There's no one to blame. You're out there with yourself. It's you against one other person, so you, you got to be able to toughen up and get it done. Yep, and now as far as, you know, coaches, teammates, how do they get involved? You know, I know coaches are yelling you instructions from the sideline, but teammates making noise, is that something that helps you out on the wrestling matter? Do you just kind of focus it all out and it's just soul-centered? The only thing you're hearing is Coach Klein from the sideline. Honestly, you can't hear anything. As soon as you're in, you zone in and you can't hear anything. The only time I ever hear anything is when you stop the match in between the periods. Like, <laughs> you're all just locked in. And that's why, you know, so the officials have something. They, they, they'll, they'll tap you guys with something, and you know that's the official because sometimes that's the only way you can you can stop it. What, what's it like when you go back to remembering your time out there on the mat even, because I think you got a little smile right yeah, now. Yeah, it, it, when he says that, it's so true. It feels like you're, you're kind of in a cave by yourself is the, what I used to remember. I could, I could remember, you know, I was screaming so loud, and I'm like, I – 
I don't, don't, <laughs> I don't recall remember. it. Yeah, no, it's not even that. It's yeah, it's just uh, you're you're out there by yourself in in your thoughts. And you're just trying to get things done, and it's not that you're ignoring them, but it is. It's just a it's just a kind of a white noise, I guess, when you're out there. And 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 if there's a blood time or an injury time or like the end of a period, then you're able to, you know. That's normally when, when coaching may take place during that time. And now, as two guys who are wrestlers, love wrestling, you know, I think about there's been, you know, maybe two or three times in my life where, you know, I've been at an open gym and I caught fire or something like that. Now, being out there in the mat, I think you're always, quote unquote, in the zone. Is, what's that feeling like? Is there anything that we can place that? How much fun is it? You know, it, it's definitely something. Like, once you lock in, it's just, it's all fluid. Like, it, you don't, you're not really thinking that much. You're in the motion. You're going through everything. You're hitting your moves and you just gotta keep going i think what he says is is, um it's true is like if if you're thinking out there it's it's not usually a good thing like if you if you're not you want to be fluid like you want it you want to when you're just wrestling that's when when grant's at his best when he's attacking and just wrestling and when i when i wrestled that's when i was at my best and if i started to think like i need to do this that or whatever when i'm out there that's bad news like i want to just be attacking yeah it's muscle memory you just and the more you think, you slow yourself down, and that's where you get caught off guard. And that's where practicing every day comes in, practicing against good competition, like you said, bringing that muscle memory in. And now one of the things Coach McIntyre and I always talk about when Bubba McLean's on, we love multi-sport athletes because the way one sport can help the other. And I think you might be the biggest example of that period because you and I standing next to each other, I got probably a bit more of a, I got a lot more of a gut on me than you do. Let's let, let's be real about it. But you, you and I aren't that much bigger than each other. You played defensive tackle in the Saginaw Valley League this past year for football and for you're probably giving up 100 pounds out there sometimes very easily and you were first team all valley you were outstanding this year talk about how wrestling and football have helped you coming through up coming up you know football like they they go hand in hand wrestling helped me be like tough and keep going endurance but football helped me be explosive helped me go out there and hit those guys and just keep going and just help yep. me able to they, I mean, they work hand in hand. Yep, and so I imagine big offensive linemen's coming at you a certain way. There's literally a wrestling move that you're able to use to kind of shimmy them out the way, and the same thing probably goes for when you're out there on the wrestling mat. You notice a little opening, you tackling it, you know what I mean, and, and taking a guy down. It's not the same thing, but very similar. Yeah, you see a guy that's 100 pounds more than you coming at you. You can't go head-to-head with him. you got to find a way to get leverage, get around them, or... Yep, and then we tackle. and then you come out in the wrestling man. They all got to be the same size of you. Probably, I don't want to say it's easy, but I just think that's pretty special what you did on the defensive line this year. And Coach, Coach Klein, talk about that a little bit because you guys have had a, num- a number of you know we call them grubbers on the defensive line for football that have been outstanding on the football field, even though they're giving up a lot of weight. And I think that has a lot to what you're doing with the kids. Yeah, and it's not just here at Mount Pleasant. I think wrestling and and uh, and football, as Grant said, they complement one another so much that it's 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 uh if you can be on this you know with with your football coach, I know with Coach Mack, he's got my support and I've got his. I love my wrestlers. If they're in the off season, I I hope they're playing football. Um, it builds good uh, team chemistry. Also, um, you know we we talk about even though wrestling is an individual sport, it is kind of like a family. But I think um, when when Grant had a lot of success as a football on the football team this year, not only individually, but as a team that when he brings that confidence as a team aspect into our wrestling room where they've been there, done that, they, they've had success in the, in the, on the football field. And that just, that helps us out on the mat as well. And, and um, I know it brings all shapes and sizes with our bigger guys with Blaine Brown and, and Cal. Um, 
those guys are they, they bring a lot of you know they may attract other athletes from the football team so that's that's a great thing for our program but also the toughness that football brings and um i know i know that they're well coached and and um they're coachable kids because of that and it, yeah it's, it's just a great thing i i am also a big fan of a multi-sport athlete yeah, big, big deal. Now, Grant, tough one here for you. Football, wrestling, do you got a favorite? Definitely wrestling. Well, I've right. been doing it for so many years, and it's just been a huge part of my life. But football, it was, it was a lot of fun going out there, playing with the teammates, you know, the bond we built. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but I always like to ask kids, you know, what they can learn from playing football that they can't learn in the classroom. Like I said, I think wrestling and football are so different because one's so individual, the other one's a complete team thing. But talk, what's something you've learned from high school sports in your career that's something you just you couldn't have taken away in the classroom? You just you got to give it everything you have. Like, if you want to win a state championship, I put everything I had this year. I dedicated all my time right into wrestling and the football to improve myself and get it done. And you're still probably having quite a bit of fun in high school, aren't you? That's one thing I look back. I got in a bunch of trouble in high school, and I always say, I could have gotten straight A's and still had all the fun that I had in high school. And I think you're a great example of that because you're doing great things. And how worth it was it? said, you might have sacrificed a night or two here and there, but now you're a state champion. How does it feel? Oh, it feels amazing. I'm so glad I was able to put in that effort, all that time I put in. It finally paid off, and it just feels amazing. Yeah, Coach Klein, any of those kids out there listening, talk about the sacrifices this guy put in to win that state title. Yeah, he's he's a guy that's um, he, he truly is um, a guy that leads by example. Um, he he's not talk. He he's action. So when when he's in the room and some guys, you know, they look like why why is, why is Grant so good? Yeah, he he looks the part. But I've, I've had other guys that look the part, but they're not they're not nearly as good as Grant, and it's because he put the time in. And um and quality time and he and he um yeah he he loves the sport and it shows and he's having fun out there so it's not just it's not just putting the time in but he enjoys what he does and that's you know that's why he's been able to be successful. All right, Grant Tyler, thank you guys so much for joining me. Appreciate it. Uh, joining me on Spock Sports Show and Graham, let's give you a, get a loud high five here for the state <laughs> champion. Appreciate it, man. Thank you guys so much yeah, for joining I, me. If I oh, could, yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah, if I could, like I said, I mean, uh, Grant accomplished some amazing. Amazing goal this weekend, but I would I would like to give just a little bit of time to uh, com- a couple of our other athletes. Um, no, Noah, um, Noah Webster went into that tournament with only one loss on the year. He didn't have the tournament that he wanted, but he's capable of. He was an All Stater last year. I'm looking forward to seeing him wrestle next year. I know he's he's got he's he's gonna be hungry next year. Um, Felicia. Um, Felicia was um, a girl that had qualified last year, and she had able she was able to to get over a hurdle, and she she's gonna now have her name up on our wall for being all state, placing six this year. And then uh, Mackenzie Berger wrestled an unbelievable tournament. She she really put it together this this weekend. She actually had in the quarterfinals. Um, she was a huge underdog. A girl was a three time state champ, going after the holy grail of going after four state titles. And uh, Mackenzie knocked her off in a in a convincing wow. fashion. Yeah, she beat her, I uh, believe, by six points. And then she followed that up um, against uh, against an, on a match with a girl that had beaten her two weeks ago at regionals. Um, and and uh, Mackenzie had uh, beat that girl ten to one, which in our sports a major, which is which is very dominant victory. So that put her into the state finals match. And then the girl that she had in the state finals is is a good I mean that girl is really really good from playing well and um Mackenzie gave her everything she could handle and the score is 4-3 we are right there Mackenzie could have 
just as easily won that match as lost it, but it wasn't because she didn't do anything. She she attacked in the finals and just came up a little bit short. She certainly should be able to look herself in the mirror and know that she gave it her all, and she had a heck of a tournament. So and like say, I said. Maybe uh, maybe the tough road, you know, like I said, if that other girl from Plainwell had some easier matches going in, that's one big thing with wrestling. You guys will wrestle a couple, three matches in a day once you get to this point, correct? Yeah, you do, but sometimes I think it, it is nice to have the easier road, but sometimes when McKenzie had that win and you keep things rolling and you have that success, sometimes it's... I don't know. There's other sports. Is it good to have a bye the first round, or do you want to get do you want to get on the court and play a game? And in this sport, sometimes I like to get rustling just to just to shake the nerves off, get the rust off, and know that yep. And uh, like I said, McKenzie got rolling. She was. I knew when she. I, I this, this whole year, I believed if she was on her A game, she could beat anybody in the state and um, at her weight. And she showed uh, it. Huh? Yeah, she got on her A game and she brought it. And uh, she came out like I said, a point short. But I, I without leaving this interview, I would like to just say she she. She, she uh, had a great tournament. All right. And I appreciate you saying that, too, because like I said, it's one of those you want to give the credit where credit is due. And he said somebody going for the Holy Grail. I believe there was four boys who do, were able to accomplish that this past weekend. It was a record. But she shut somebody down for that. That's pretty cool. Let's, let, let's be real as a local person. It is. It is. Yep. And, 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 and girls wrestling has, I guess I alluded on it earlier, um, girls wrestling has come a long way in four years. Um, there, there were there were the you know the individual girls here and there, but um, four years ago it took place at Adrian College and um, there was no qualifier for it. It's just like hey, here's a girl statement. You show up, you wrestle. The following year, similar, but it doubled in size with participants. It had gotten so big that the MHSA had I think they had noticed yep. and said we need to bring this on us. And it, and it, last year there was just there's a regional, so there's a qualifier, but there's just two regionals. And this year there's four regionals, and at the four regionals. Every one of those weight classes were full. So there are 16 girls at every single weight, at every single region. And uh, so now what it was to be a state qualifier, state placer four years ago is entirely different than what it's been the last two years, and especially this year. So um, I said it's it's um, pretty cool. We talked about the four divisions for the boys. The girls is just one division. So if they're able to do that, that's they're wrestling every, every girl in the state. And um, so, yeah. Yep. All right, Grant Tyler, thank you guys so much thank for joining for having me. us. Yeah, state champ, you. Grant Stahl. Appreciate it, man. Another big, big thank you to those two for taking some time to chat with me. State champ, Grant Stahl. Congratulations to him wrestling at 132 at Mount Pleasant High School. Thanks so much for listening to this Spock Sports Show podcast. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barbary. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind if you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident. Contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too.